Hi, I'm Mark with Best of Us Investors. I've been investing for 40 years, and I'd like to share some of my insight with you today. I'm not here to tell you what to invest in, but to provide you with some information that may help you become a better investor. Please hit the like button and also subscribe to the channel if you appreciate this content. Remember, this is for educational purposes only. It is not financial advice. Okay, let's get started. Today I want to review the ARK Genomic Revolution ETF, ticker ARKG, and complete a basic due diligence to determine if I would want to invest in this fund. All the information was obtained from the ARK website, and the financial information was from Seeking Alpha. I use Seeking Alpha as a tool to complete my initial due diligence on a security. If the company or fund looks promising, I'll complete a more detailed review of the company and the financials starting with the 10K and the 10Qs. ARCG is an actively managed ETF started in 2014. Companies within ARCG are focused on extending and enhancing the quality of human and other life by incorporating technological and scientific developments and advancements in genomics into their business. It's managed by Kathy Wood. I like what these companies are trying to do, but as a value investor, is this fund right for me? The ARCG ETF at the time of this video is comprised of 53 companies of which the top 10 by percentage weight represent about 50% of the total. I'm going to do a quick review of these companies as a fundamental value-oriented investor as I define it. My number one rule in stock investing is only buy companies that make money. My number two rule is to not overpay for the stocks you plan to buy. Remember, we're talking about investing today, not trading. So let's open the hood of the ARCG and see what we find. The top stock in the ARCG represents about 9.37% of the holdings by weight, and it's the Exact Science Corporation, ticker symbol EXAS. EXAS provides cancer screening and diagnostic test products in the United States and internationally. The Exact Science Corporation was incorporated in 1995 and is headquartered in Madison, Wisconsin. The stock performance for the last 52 weeks wasn't very good. In fact, it was down over 45%. The revenue has been growing over the last five years, which is good. However, the net income has been negative in the last five years, which is not good. That means no earnings. Earnings per share have been negative. The number of outstanding shares available are growing, so you're being diluted. Cash to operate the business comes from financing activities, not operations. The estimated EPS for the next two years, according to Seeking Alpha, is negative. The free cash flow to the shares for the trailing 12 months is negative. Remember, almost 10% of the total weight of this fund is invested in this stock that doesn't make any money and doesn't look like it's going to make any money in the next two years. The number two holding is Teladoc Health, 7.64% of the total. The ticker symbol is TDOC. TDOC provides virtual health care services on a business-to-business -business basis in the United States and internationally. Teladoc Health was incorporated in 2002 and is headquartered in Purchase, New York. Now, the stock price performance over the last 52 weeks was, again, they're down 74%, even though the revenue has been growing over the past five quarters. Net income has also been negative over the last five quarters. Net earnings per share were down over the trailing 12 months. Number of shares outstanding are growing in the last five quarters. Again, they're using share purchases and share offerings 
to fund their company. So the operating cash comes from financing. Estimated EPS for the next two years, according to Seeking Alpha, is negative. Free cash flow per share for the trailing 12 months is also negative. The third holding is Ionis Pharmaceuticals, ticker symbol INOS. This company discovers and develops RNA-targeted therapeutics in the United States. Ionis Pharmaceuticals was founded in 1989 and is based in Carlsbad, California. IONS comprises about 5.8% of the fund. Again, the stock performance price the last 52 weeks was not good, down 43.26%. The revenue for 2021 was 9.73% in the negative year over year. Net income, it's been negative for the last five quarters. The number of shares are outstanding and growing. Operating cash comes from financing, not from operations. Estimated EPS for 2022 and 2023 are also negative. Forward cash flow uh, per share for the trailing 12 months is also negative. Next is IntelliTherapeutics. Uh, We've all heard of Intelli. NTLA is its ticker. This is a genome editing company focusing on the development of therapeutics. It utilizes a biological tool known as the cluster. IntelliTherapeutics was incorporated in 2014 and is headquartered in Cambridge, Mass. Intel is the fourth largest holding in the ARC-G with 4.28% of the fund. Stock price performance in the last two weeks is actually up 32.65%, so congratulations. Revenue has been growing the last five quarters. However, net income has been negative for the last five quarters and negative earning per share for the past, for the past five quarters. The number of, sh- of shares outstanding is also growing. Cash-to-run operations is from financing activities. Estimated EPS for the next two years are negative. Free cash flow per share trailing 12 months is also negative. So again, another company that's not making any money. Then we have FATE Therapeutics, ticker symbol F-A-T-E. FATE is a clinical stage biopharmaceutical company. FATE Therapeutics was incorporated in 2007 and is headquartered in San Diego, California. FATE is the fifth largest holding, comprising 4.13% of the fund. Stock price performance in the last 52 weeks is down 63.12%. Revenue has been fairly static the last five quarters. Net income has been negative in the last five quarters. Net earnings per share are also negative in the last five quarters. The number of shares are outstanding for the last five quarters. Cash to run the company is from financing again. Estimated EPS for the next two years is negative. Free cash flow per share for the trailing 12 months is also negative. Next is a bright side of of what I found in the top 10, Vertex Pharmaceuticals, ticker VRTX. Vertex engages in developing and commercializing therapies for treating cystic fibrosis. The company was founded in 1989. It's headquartered in Boston, Mass. VRTX represents just under 4% of the fund. The stock price performance in the last 52 weeks is up 11.1%. Revenue is growing the last five quarters. Net income has been positive the last five quarters. Earnings per share is positive the last five quarters. Quarters. The number of shares outstanding are shrinking. Cash to run the company is from operations. Estimated EPS for the next two years are positive. Free cash flow per share, the trailing 12 months is $9.35. Finally, a company that's making earnings in this fund. If I were invest, interested in investing in a biotech company, I'd consider doing a little more due diligence on this one. Then we have CareDX, ticker CNDA. CNDA discovers, develops, and commercializes diagnostic solutions for transplant patients and caregivers worldwide. 
Charity X was incorporated in 1998 and is headquartered in South San Francisco, California. CDNV represents 3.92% of the fund. Stock price performance in the last 52 weeks is down 51%. Revenue is slowly growing in the last five quarters. Net income is negative for the trailing 12 months. Earnings per share is negative for the past five quarters. Number of shares outstanding are growing. Operating cash is from financing. Free cash flow per share for the trailing 12 months is negative. Estimated EPS for the next two years is predicted to be positive by Seeking Alpha. So that's interesting. So it looks like the company may have actual future earnings, at least from a Seeking Alpha analyst perspective. So if you're interested, I would dig a little deeper into this and find out what's going on. So let's move on. Pacific Biosciences of California, ticker PACB, designs, develops, and manufactures sequencing systems to resolve genetically complex problems. Pacific Bioscience of California was incorporated in 2000 and is headquartered in Menlo Park, California. Pacific Biosciences is the eighth largest holding at 3.66% of the fund. The stock price performance for the last 52 weeks is down 78%. Ouch. Revenue is slowly growing in the last five quarters. Net income is negative for the trailing 12 months. Earnings per share has been negative for the past five quarters. The number of shares outstanding are growing. Operating cash is from financing, not from operations. Free cash flow per share for the trailing 12 months is negative. Estimated EPS for 22 and 23 is also negative. A free cash flow, like we said, is negative. At number nine, we have Beam Therapeutics a biotechnological company, developed precision genetic medicines for patients suffering from serious diseases in the United States. Bean was incorporated in 2017 and is headquartered in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Bean represents 3.57% of the fund. The stock price performance in the last 52 weeks is down almost 40%. Revenue is slowly growing. Net income is negative for the trailing 12 months. Earnings per share is negative over the past five quarters. Number of shares outstanding is growing. Operating cash is from financing. Free cash flow per share for the trailing 12 months is negative, and the estimated EPS for 22 and 23 is negative. We're starting to see a theme in the top 10. Rounding out the top 10 is CRISPR Therapeutics. This is a gene editing company focusing on developing transformative gene-based medicines for serious human diseases. CRISPR Therapeutics was incorporated in 2013 and is headquartered in Switzerland. At number 10, CRSP is 3.08% of the fund. Stock price performance for the last 52 weeks is down 62%. Revenue has been growing, and net income also is $411.87 million trailing 12 months. Earnings per share was 5.26 trailing 12 months. However, the estimated EPS from Seeking Alpha shows in 2022 a negative $7.20 and in 2023 a negative $6.32. This is a flag for me. Why are the estimates going negative? So I would pretty much look that up and, and if I was interested in this company, do a little more digging. Shares outstanding are growing, and the cash from operations is $543 million. Cash from investing is negative $123 million. So cash is from financing and operations. Free cash flow per share is positive. So how would I evaluate this ETF? Out of the top 10 companies in this fund, only one company, and maybe two, have actual earnings. This represents only 7% of the companies in the ETF by percentage weight. 
The price performance of ARC-G over the past 52 weeks is down 56.25%. It has no distribution yield. The SPY, however, with a passively managed ETF in the S&P 500, would have yielded you a 12.73% gain over the same 52 weeks and given you a distribution yield of 1.27%. Then there's the expenses. ARC-G charges a management fee of 0.75, which would cost you $77 for each $10,000 invested per year. The SPY has an expense ratio of 0.0945%. One more thing I've noticed with these companies. I was under the impression that these companies would be newer startup types. I was surprised to find that many of these companies have been around for years. That was really surprising. Based on the data I presented today, I personally would not invest in the ARC-G fund. It's full of companies with no earnings or positive cash flow. In the current environment of rising interest rates, the cost of money is getting more expensive. Many of these companies will continue to need to either borrow money or complete more share offerings to fund ongoing operations. However, there are a few companies within the fund that we have identified that are showing earnings and positive free cash flow. It may be better to do some additional due diligence on these stocks to see if they may better fit within your risk tolerance and investment time horizon. If you decide they meet your requirements, then you could buy them as a single stock, which will save you the management fee charged by the fund. Of course, you'll always be subject to a single stock risk, so keep that in mind. As a fundamental value investor, I use data to help me identify potential investments and technicals to understand when I should buy those potential securities. I don't buy I don't blindly buy investments and hope something happens to make them go up. Hope is not a strategy. This doesn't mean that it's not a good fund or the companies within the fund are necessarily bad. It just means it doesn't fit my investment style time horizon, and risk parameters. In the end, I want everyone to be successful in growing wealth. I encourage you to complete your due diligence on any investment product before you buy it and make a case for yourself as to why you want to own it before you hit the buy button. So remember, the number one rule in investing is don't lose money. The number two rule in investing is buy at the right price. And the number three rule is go back to rule number one. This is not financial advice, but just some thoughts from someone who's been in the market for a while. I hope this was helpful. Thanks for watching. Please hit the like button. Leave some comments below. We'll see you next time. Thanks for watching. I know your time is valuable.